We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. And this is my interview with the director for the film Paris 13th District, Jacques Ayadard, and its star, Lucy Zhang. Je peux te poser une question? C'est quoi ta vie sentimentale? D'ailleurs, moi, j'ai pas envie d'être ensemble avec qui que ce soit. Cool. Tu m'as dit plusieurs fois que j'avais un problème relationnel. Ça veut dire quoi Que t'es immature et égocentrique, Emily. Attends, maman, je viens ici, là, ma chère, toi là, ah, toi là, toi là. Je parle de toi, t'es pas une vendeuse. La semaine dernière, j'ai expédié un carton de cru à un type dont la voix me plaisait pas. Si, si, je pense que tu viens de me dire une grosse connerie. Là. Non, mais je te jure. <rire> Pourquoi tu doutes tellement On partage le ménage, on divise le frigo en deux et on se promène plus à poil dans l'appart. C'est tout Bah oui, quoi, c'est tout Lucy and Jacques, thank you both so much for taking the time to talk with me today about the newest film, uh, Paris 13th District. C'est un plaisir partagé. We're glad to share with you. Absolutely. So I first want to congratulate uh, Lucy on uh, getting nominated for a César Award, this being your feature debut uh, film performance. How does it feel uh, this whole year-long process from the time the film premiered at Cannes to its uh, release now, uh, what has the experience been like for you? That's the deepest thing I wanted to say. Uh, and I grew up a lot and I, I learned so many things. And uh, this is the kind of experience I will have. I will never have if, mm-hmm. if, uh, if, it, if uh, I didn't play in a film mm-hmm. of this kind. Absolutely. And Jacques, this is a movie that is about relationships between people who are not teenagers but full-fledged adults and they're very very mature in the decisions that they are going through in life Uh, but at the same time there is a frustration because of the aimlessness of what they ultimately want and what they desire Um, can you talk a little bit about 
capturing that and why was that something that was on your mind as a filmmaker as a story that you wanted to tell je, je, je pense que comment le beaucoup des personnages viennent de Tominé the reason why I chose them, um, actually, a lot of these characters were originally from the work of Andre Tomine, Adrian Tomine, the, um, the, the, the author of the graphic, graphic novels on which the film is based. And so I might not necessarily have thought of the range of characters that he has, a young Asian girl, uh, the cam girl, um, a character like Nora. Um, but working with these characters, um, why that particular age? Well, I think people who are at that age are already at a point where they've achieved something. But what I wanted to explore was these people in their social category, these are young people, but they're not teenagers. They're or people who are either highly educated or have professional training of some sort. Mm -hmm. um, they're, or they may be people who have been working, working at jobs for a little bit already. And they're at a point in their life where they're not really sure which is the path that they want to take. Do they want to strike out on their own path or are they going to follow the paths that are more or less predetermined, uh, perhaps by their families, as is the case with Emily, or um, socially, as is the case with uh, Camille. So basically, it's a group of people who are, are at that age, but they're at a point where they're not committed to anything in particular in their mm -hmm. lives. And in a way, it's almost like there's a, an underlying story, which is, you know, how much how much life are you entitled to? Is it just one life? Can you reinvent yourself? Can you have a second life? And if you want to reinvent yourself, how much does that reinvention cost? These are really tough questions. <laughs> They're really, really interesting to think about. Um, this is something that I feel that Western uh, films like in Hollywood are not exploring in today's traditional romantic comedies. Uh, these are very mature themes that I feel European filmmakers, especially uh, with a film like yours and also recently with something like Worst Person in the World, are much more comfortable um, exploring through tough conversations through sex, through desire, through pain and difficulty of trying to weave through the challenges of life. Do you sense that divide and do you feel that that is something that can have maybe a greater influence on uh, stories that are told here in Hollywood? D'abord, j'ai pas j'aurais jamais la prétention de d'avoir une connaissance exhaustive du du cinéma hollywoodien ou ou américain, mais comment Moi, je peux revendiquer des influences, des influences très très simples. Hein, de, de, enfin, les, les films de Woody Allen, pour moi, ont été, ont été des influences fortes. Euh, de, comme on, de, au, au fond du film, Alors, ça, ça remonte peut-être à loin, mais Sex Lies and Videotape de Soderbergh, c'est une référence forte. Euh, je pourrais en citer d'autres. Aujourd'hui, Spike, euh, Spike Lee a été une référence forte. Comment le, le I, I don't really make any claims to be an expert on uh, American cinema Hollywood version. Um, but what I think is that, you know, for me, the kind of American films that, that I looked to and that were influential for me were films like Woody Allen's films or um, of uh, Sex Lies and Videotape, Soderbergh, or even Spike Lee films of Spike Lee. Mm -hmm. These are all films where, um, you know, there, there are these kinds of questions that are being uh, Marriage? Marriage story. 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. And you mentioned uh, Woody Allen's films there. Would you say that Manhattan was uh, an influence for why you chose to shoot this movie in black and white? No, uh, no, we, 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 no, um, can I ask a question? Yes and no. Um, I, the, the photography certainly was sublime uh, in Manhattan, uh, but for me, I think um, my film's not the same kind of film. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I really tried to do is perhaps deal with um, deal with my city, which is Paris, and, and deal with it in a different way. Not in a way that's historical, romantical, but to deal with it like a modern city. This romanticism within the context of this modernity. Mm-hmm. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucy, can you tell me what it was like getting the screenplay, meeting Jacques, coming on board to the project? What was that process like? Uh, how did you come on board? I come on board. I came on board uh, because the casting director, the casting director has. I Trusted me. Trust, trusted me. Mhm. And I imagine you have to have a tremendous amount of trust in Jacques. I know he's sitting right next to you, but I imagine that there had to be a lot of trust there between you and him. Uh, this being your first film. I don't know if he has a lot of trust on me, but I, <laughs> I naturally have a trust on him because I, I don't know anything. I'm, I'm just like I'm just ignorant of everything. Ignorant, a hundred percent. So. I had to trust, and I trusted everyone, also the casting director, uh, the um, assistants, and everyone. So it's uh, totally natural that I trusted him completely. I think that your question about trust is an interesting one because, you know, when you're on a shoot, one group gives itself over to another and it has to trust, who gives themselves over to another group that has to trust, and then another, and yet we never talk about it too much. <laughs> what kind of situation is it when I, if I arrive on the set in the morning and I say, well, I don't have any more trust. <laughs> Probably a bad film. <laughs> Probably no film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and Lucy, what would you say was probably the most uh, challenging aspect of this experience and what was the most rewarding? The most challenging aspect is to play someone who is so different than me and the most rewarding is the same thing. Oh, I like that. Yes, because uh, the most challenging things are the most rewarding and the most painful uh, experiences are the um, the one who like if you went if you go through uh 
when it's hard, when it's painful, when it's not easy, when you have to put uh, your yourself entirely, you have it takes a lot of life. Uh, it takes your heart, your mind, your spirit, and everything, your your body, etc. Uh, if you go through this, it's already a reward. I don't know if uh, I expressed it uh, clearly or not, but like there are steps, and you have to go through the steps. It's not. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not direct, immediate. Nothing is immediate. Yeah. Uh, and Jacques, last question. Um, you have given us so many great movies in so many different genres. You're, you're a chameleon. You're a shapeshifter. You can do pretty much almost anything. And your last film before this one uh, was your first film in the English language, The Sisters Brothers. I'm curious to know if you have any intention of returning to... English language storytelling in the future. No, uh, um, actually, it was, when it, it's it's not. It was a very good experience for me, although I don't really know how much I benefited by it linguistically. But um, shooting a film in English, but no, I, I don't really have any intention to do it again. But my next film it'll be in Spanish, which is another language that I don't speak. So. <laughs> It's, it's, it's some kind of obsession with me. <laughs> and I, I think it's, it's really has to do with your relationship, my relationship with my native language, my, my mother tongue. Um, it's, it's, it's a case where when I'm working in my own language, I'm obsessed by it. I'm obsessed by what the rhythm of the language is, by the sound of the language, not just what the meaning of it is. But if I'm working in a, in a foreign language, a language I don't know, that I can really then just concentrate on the acting and what people are doing rather than worrying about those other aspects that I would be concerned with if the film were in French. And I, I find it amazing. If you remember the old way they used to make films in Italy, not so much now, but before, they would use cameras where that gave off a lot of sound. So they couldn't really record the dialogue while they were making the film. So very often the actors would just speak, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then they would be post dubbed. <laughs> and I don't know if they still do that, but I find that to be an amazing idea. Some cameras are very loud. Some cameras can be very, very loud. So um, I thank you both for taking the time to chat with me today about this film. It's really, really excellent. And I think that a lot of people can definitely benefit from watching these characters go through the situations that they're going through in their romantic and personal lives. So um, congratulations to both of you and much success in the future. Thank you. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to my interview with the director for Paris 13th District, Jacques Ayudard, and its leading star, Lucy Zhang, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Paris 13th District is being released in theaters by IFC Films on April 18th in limited release. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we shall see you all next time.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.